Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Every week we hop on a roller coaster, share laughter and tears on topics we might be ashamed to discuss. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamili Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hi guys, welcome back for another episode of the Beauteous Me podcast. I am happy that you guys are here and we have a guest and I think this is the best time to have a guest to talk about this, talk about um, starting your business and using online for branding. Uh, A lot of people have lost their jobs right now based on COVID-19 and the pandemic that's going on. So many families are suffering, loss of financial income, but this is also a time for us to re-strategize and kind of grab things by the horn and do some things differently. And so what's the best way than using social media? We're all bored. We're all scrolling. We're all posting. We're all trying to figure something out. So why don't we find out how we can use that for our branding to expand our business, to expand our goals, to kind of reach our niche. And maybe that loss of a job was something that is stressing you now, but it might be a blessing coming down the road. So I am so happy to introduce Trevor Grimes. Trevor so excited for you to be here. He pro- <laughs> Thank you. So Trevor provides personalized marketing plans for business growth and gives people the confidence to put yourself out there. He grow a true connection as well with your audience and grow your sales. So think about that. Whatever kind of line of business you want to get into, Trevor is your man. Trevor helps clients with customer research, digital and social media strategy, website design, and planning automated email campaigns. That is so interesting. I like that. Uh, (laughs) He helps with content strategy and brand identity transformation. Trevor also helps with digital marketers and business leaders rely less on agencies and gain confidence in what to do next. I think that is so awesome because you know how much money people are spending on these agencies and do you know how much agencies are requiring of people? So welcome, Trevor. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Yeah, I do know how much agencies uh, charge (laughs) and I'm saying that all these big Mm-hmm. But um, when I worked for a university in marketing, we were basically an in-house agency that didn't charge anybody within the university for things. But when we had larger projects that required a lot of uh, time, we ha- we actually had to pay an outside agency to do that. And I saw a lot of those, uh, you know, times we would spend two million dollars on a campaign, yeah, and bring it to us, and we would just be like, we would all just kind of sit there like, what is this? Like, right, two million for this? Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, and we're kind of stuck with that for another, you know, five years because, you know, we're, you know, we, as a university, you have, right. you have to, you know, when you spend a lot of money, you kind of got to work with it. So, right. Yeah. So, again, not saying that those big agencies are the bad people, but I think if you have a better understanding of branding and, and marketing personally, when you go and you're ready to pay for somebody to help with something, you, you know how to sell yourself to them versus them coming in and trying to figure out what they think that you want or what or think what your client wants. Like you actually know, and that's super important, you know, especially when you're dropping money for somebody to outsource something mm-hmm. for you. Right. So Trevor, um, how do we keep positive? Number one, um, when you don't, you don't know how to stay positive in opening up your new business, branding yourself, especially with everything going on. And some people aren't losing, aren't, are losing money and are not, gaining income right now 
um, especially some entrepreneurs. So how do they stay focused and positive and how do you then want to feel compelled to kind of open up your business when you see people um, going through what they're going through right now? Well, I think the, one of the best ways to stay positive is to sort of look at trends in the past, like look at what other businesses came out of recessions. Mm. Uh, like I know Uber, for example, and I believe Airbnb were two of the you know well-known people that, that came out, that started businesses in around 2008 or nine when we had a recession. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think it's important for you, number one, to let people know that it's okay that, you know, kind of get out of that hump and giving the example of Uber um, and Airbnb and them starting in a really tough financial crisis time in 2008. And now here we are um, years later and we're back facing some of the same similar things, but, you know, very differently because now it's affecting people's health. So in feeling motivated and saying, okay, this is a shitty time right now. Let me take this opportunity to really launch this business and learn more on how I can properly launch this business and not feel kind of, I want to say maybe out of desperation to kind of do it, but then you're like not doing it right. (laughs) Exactly. If you're, if you're feeling, if it's coming out of desperation, you're probably going to rush through it. Mm -hmm. Like I just got to get something out there. I don't care what it is. I just got to get something out there. Right. And then you put something out there that maybe, hundred other people are doing which is what you're always going to have but all these people did the same thing they just rushed into it right and when it comes whether it's a a, a product a service or a virtual product physical whatever you know people are, are going to flock to and buy the products and services that they understand 
not necessarily the best products, mm-hmm. you know. All day. Yeah. And I mean, I've I've never personally had an Android. Uh, I've always used Apple products. I've used Apple computers and stuff. Team Apple. But, um, you know, sometimes when things are, there's uh, been limitations and you're just like, you know, that's kind of, I hate that. I wish I could (laughs) do what the PC guy is doing or what the Android person is doing. But, you know, I just understand this. I just get this. The commercials make sense. Yeah, I just get it. And that's why people go to it. So, you know, maybe Apple products aren't the best, but there's a reason they're the biggest, you know, they're the largest um, company. Technology company. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. One of the biggest, if not the biggest company, just period, because people understand those products and services the, the, the quickest. So as you are planning to launch some business right now or mm-hmm. launch a new service or whatever, uh, it, it's, it's again, going back to the beginning, take the time to sharpen it, to really figure it out, to make sure that it's extremely clear and concise. Mm-hmm. Because if there's any confusion, people are going to go to the product they understand that, you know, better. And it could be a worse product, you know. Um, so take the time to, don't, don't do anything out of desperation. Really take the time to sit down and be like, okay, you know, what problem does this solve? And how can I tell people how to get it? That's right. really all they want to know. They want to know, what does this solve? How can I get this? Where can I get it? You know, if you answer those three, don't throw any metaphors in there. Don't throw any whatever. Just tell people, hey, you have this problem. This solves it. Order now. And there you go. People are going to people are going to buy it because they're going to say, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the problem I have. That's great. So starting your business, you started your business. Now we're at the social media point. And social media has all of these things that are so interesting, these statistics, and you have to post at this time or not this time, and et cetera. So can you give us a rundown? Because I'm, I'm still trying to figure out social media myself. <laughs> yeah, so it, I mean, it's just one of those things that, you know, you're going you're gonna to go and people can say, oh, you should post at 8 a.m. every day, or you mm-hmm. should post at this time, or actually you should post at 8.45 because people got to work at 8, and by 8.45 they're already scrolling or whatever. And then, well, what do you do with people in different time zones? So, or yeah, people now day. working from home who don't roll out, who roll out of bed at eight fifty before that yeah. nine a.m. meeting. <laughs> yeah, they they got out of bed four minutes ago. Right. And put on the top, and now they're in front of the computer. For right. The meeting. Um. So, I mean, I think as far as like just posting, posting earliest in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um. Just just because that gives you longer to let it, you know, cycle through everybody's feeds. But also, I mean, the biggest thing and. Whenever I, like, if I have consultations or whatever, I always say, okay, like, oh, yeah, I'm posting consistently, but things are not happening. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you do after you post? And they're like, I don't know. I just, like, scroll through or I put my phone down or whatever. And it's like, you, you can't do that. You have to, again, to, to work with the algorithm on any platform, basically, it wants to know that you are being on there, being social. So when you post, you need to stay on and you need to scroll through other people. You need to comment on other people's things. And mm-hmm. that's where the actual why people pay for social media managers because it's like, I just don't want to take the time to, to, to scroll for an hour right. or to do things intentionally, I guess. And it kind of goes back to what we said earlier about being intentional or being desperate about it. If you're just posting and then you're just sitting and you're refreshing and you're waiting for the likes to come in, they're not going to come in because they say that you're not doing anything. Um, oh, so technically, so you can post the best content, but besides posting the best content, you need to go back and whatever it is on anyone, grandma, grandpa, someone, celebrity comment on their feed. So cool. Like this, this, and this and that. So that the algorithms could kind of pick up that you're socially engaging. 
Yes, kind of. That, that's okay. kind of half of it. So, of course, like the there's two parts of engagement, which is you engaging with other people who are similar to you, mm-hmm. but also them engaging with you back. Uh, if people aren't, I mean, you could, like you said, post really great content, but if people aren't finding it and they're not commenting on it, not liking it, mm-hmm. then the algorithm again says, well, that post is not doing very well. We're going to push it down because people really like this other post. Okay. Which again comes all the way back to the beginning. Want to be super clear and concise about what you're saying, mm-hmm. what you're posting, so people understand. So let's say you do, um, you're, you know, you're on a schedule. You're posting every day, or you know, five days a week, whatever, uh, and you're posting some, something, uh, something about a product that you're selling. You know, mm-hmm. okay, maybe we'll use the uh, virtual flower delivery. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like you can make a post that says, you know, wouldn't you love to be able to shop for flowers online uh, and have them delivered? you know, to your house without ever having to go, without having to deal with the uh, pressure of not knowing all the terms and blah, blah, blah. You know, those are problems that, you know, you may have. Right. Um, so you've got that person posting that, and they post that, and they go through, and they're, and they're finding people who who are under the same hashtags. They find people who are uh, into, they love flowers, and they've got nice gardens and stuff, and they like and comment on theirs, and they say, oh, who's this person? They go and check it out, and they read that, and they're like, yes, I do have all those problems, and you're solving all problems click the link in your my box i'll go check out our virtual uh flower shop what are your flowers bam you know no longer feel like a flower nerd or whatever right (laughs) so so that that's the perfect ideal uh, situation for that but imagine if you have that same service and you just said you just posted like um buy flowers online for months or something you know you know and it's like people will be like it's a scam next yeah yeah. Yeah. is this a boke is this a bouquet company is this a like is this just for valentine's flowers like Mm -hmm. there's a ton of those out there so you post that uh and you go and start locking all these um the same people you know that that have gardens amateur garden people or people that really love flowers or whatever Mm -hmm. uh and then they come they see you and they oh who's this person and they come to your post and they look at it and they're like why would I buy flowers from you online? You haven't told me how you're helping me. You know, you haven't told me how you're solving my problems. Right. You just tell me to buy your product. So I kind of don't, kind of don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. This looks like a scam. Like you said, this looks like those people that <laughs> your post and say, Hey, do you want to rep our, our brand? Oh my yeah, God. Yes. I like, me like, too. I just got it this morning. It's like, do you like Tabasco sauce? Yeah. I like Tabasco sauce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. but, but in order to, re- in order to rep for them, you have to go to like another person's Instagram. Yeah. They've made it the hardest to buy their product because they've sent you all over the place. Right. I want to know where the buy now button is right now. So that was, again, sort of all, all the way around the world explanation. But, I mean, it's really simple to think about every, before you post every day. You know, think about, you know, is this helping my client reach their goals? Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm just saying buy my product and not explaining why you should buy it, chances are you're probably not going to. You may buy it, you know, if you just, if you're just, you know, you know, uh, purchase happy today. Right. But, you know, I, I, you want to make sure that it's almost foolproof that somebody that comes to your page or to your website or whatever, I mean, this goes across all of your marketing channels, they look at this and they say, you know, I have this problem. These people understand it. They know how to solve it. If I buy this product, it will solve my problem. And they've proven that they, they can't by, you know, by explaining all the problems and the solutions as well. So how would then you go about either rebranding right? Rebranding your business um, and also marketing. So you, you're kind of getting into the social media feed, et cetera, but then how do you enter the marketing fields and also the rebranding? 
is is uh, uh, I, I guess it depends on if you're rebranding and just same business, same everything, just wanting to change our messaging up, which mm-hmm. is a really great thing to do. People, I think, overlook that and they try to have the same thing for you know 25 years and then they get left behind. Or right. They're stuck within their small uh, local place that mm-hmm. knows them and they're not ever going out because they're not, you know, um, which is why I said yeah, I help sort of people ditch an agency, you know, mm-hmm. small town people that can't pay $25,000 a month hire an agency to help them expand beyond. Um, and then if rebranding is like I'm doing a completely new product and a completely new whatever, um, you know, if you're if you're going, to, going about rebranding again, I think you go back to the, the thing I'm going to say this whole time is, does, every, does all of your marketing collateral, do your website, your, your social media, your emails, your business cards, your whatever you may have, you mm-hmm. know, whatever uh, t-shirts, does it, does it tell does it tell what you do and, and, and how somebody can get it? Mm. So if it's a lawn care business and it says, um, we offer five-star service and it has a phone number, and it's kind of like, well, okay, everybody offers five-star service. Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you saw a lawn care company and all of their people were in their shirts, oh, so, so let's say you're, that's, that's let's, we're talking about rebranding. So let's say that lawn care person, that's their current marketing is basically just, Maybe they pay for Facebook ads and it just says five-star service or call now for quotes, mm-hmm. something like that. And it's like, okay, like, you know, that, that's fine, but um, there's other lawn care people that are really capturing my attention. And you're like, okay, I've got to get I've gotta, gotta get beyond this. So how can I tell my clients and new clients what I do and how I can actually serve them? So you, know, you sit down and you think about, okay, what, what am I – What am I? Um, there's three levels of problems that we're trying to solve, which is – external, internal, and then a philosophical problem. External is just the surface level problem. Mm-hmm. So for them, I just want my yard mode, whatever. That's that's the that's the basic. It's not a need. It's just I, I want it. Mm-hmm. The, and then the internal problem is uh, what is what's the frustration I have over it? So when you really start thinking about it, well, my neighbor has a really great yard. My other neighbor has a really great yard. And my, my lawn guy comes out every two months and my yard grows a foot high and it looks terrible. I'm jealous of their yards. I want them to be jealous of my yard. Mm-hmm. And that's where you go, oh, that's it. That's it. Do you want a yard that makes your neighbors jealous? Mm. Call now. You know, book an estimate. Whatever. That's it. And people start seeing that and they're like, yes, I do want my neighbor to be jealous. You mm-hmm. know, they got a beautification award last year. I want it this year. I want to make them jealous. Right. You, know, you don't want some just, you know, Somebody, you know, you don't want some kid, you know, nothing against, but you don't, you don't mm-hmm. want some kid that's charging you, you know, just some money to save up so you can go to the movies to mow your yard. Right. You want somebody that knows what they're doing that can make my neighbors jealous. Right. Like you've hit all of those problems, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and so as you're rebranding, mm-hmm. so that's, those are the things you need to think about. And then how can I communicate that? And any, any messages I'm putting out there, if they're not communicating those, what I'm, what the problems that I'm solving mm-hmm. in some way, then throw it out. No, none of this five-star stuff, none of this, uh, well, whatever, you know, you want to just show that you can solve your client's problem in the next step, you know, people will, you know, they'll search for their external problems just in the search bar, you know, where can I get my lawn mode, but they'll buy from the people that have solved those in, uh, those internal problems. Everybody, they, they search for how I need to get my yard mode and it's just 
estimate here, estimate here, we'll cut your yard, blah, blah, blah. And this person says, make your neighbor jealous. And you're like, oh. There we go. That's That's it. So that's the rebranding piece or that's the marketing piece? Is it? That's both. Because if if you're, you know, if you're, um, so if you're branding, you're branding, you know, people sort of look at building a brand and think that it's just like a set of colors mm-hmm. and, and a name, business card, stuff like that. And a lot of people talk about branding their Instagram with certain colors or whatever. And, and all that's great. But the, the real meaning of branding is what, what kind of aspirational identity are you creating for your client? Mm-hmm. You know, think about Nike or Gatorade. You know, when you think about them as a brand, you think about, you know, an, ath- an athlete, right. you know, wearing it and they're performing better. And they're drinking Gatorade afterwards so that they refuel quicker and they go back to performing better. That's it's not the product, it's the aspirational identity. Because mm-hmm. when you wear Nikes, you feel like that athlete, you know? Mm-hmm. When you drink Gatorade, you, you, even if you just sat around your couch all day, you, you, you quenched your thirst. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly you're like, yes, like mm-hmm. I'm, good, I'm about to get up and go do this. Right. It is, you know? So that's that's where the branding part really comes into marketing. It, it's that you are selling that aspirational identity to somebody. Mm-hmm. And if we go back to the um lawn care business that I mentioned, mm-hmm. the aspirational identity was my, you know, I feel like my yard is better than theirs. They're jealous of my yard now. I, I'm the, I'm the lawn king now, you know? And I'm going to get the awards because I use this service and this service promised me that they were going to provide this for me. Yes. It, Got it, it. It's about that aspirational identity. Whatever your brand, I mean, yes, your logo and your colors and having that cohesion is very important, mm-hmm. but you want to be selling some kind of aspirational identity. I think now, especially in this virtual world that we live in, you know, definitely right now, what kind of aspirational identity can I sell to somebody, you know, more than just a product that I may be offering or a service that I may be offering. I want to sell that aspirational identity to somebody, you know, as we're sitting here virtual, uh, the person that I'm selling this product to wants to feel this way in front of all their friends virtually. Right. That's the way to think about now. If you're, you're trying to work on a virtual product or service of some kind, how can I give people that aspirational identity? Right. So with this, again, being in the situation that we're in, and we don't know how long this will be, if it's coming back, the CDC is talking about next year, we'll be probably back at the same thing. Well, hopefully, you know, a little stronger. Um, what is your business offering for people who are now like, aha, maybe I should do this and maybe I can um, branch off and rebrand or start marketing or start posting more on social media? What are you offering, Trevor? Mm-hmm. that I didn't really get to, which was the marketing. So what I'm working on right now is a, um, a few different email marketing courses. Um, I'm going to have like a free three-day event uh, just to get everybody, you know, how do I get um, new emails? Um, how do I keep in contact with them? And then how do I make sales in emails? Mm-hmm. So emails were already a huge um, conversion. They were higher than most other forms mm-hmm. of sales. Um, and so especially now, email marketing is, is something that is it's huge. And so a lot of people, uh, you know, they're like, okay, well, how do I even get people's email addresses? So that's one of the things we'll talk about. How do you even actually capture people's email addresses the correct way? Yeah. Not going out and buying email addresses. Right. Because those people won't buy, you know, they won't buy from you. How do we capture people that actually want our products? How do we stay in contact with them? Because that's another question that I get a lot is, mm-hmm. yeah, I have an email address list, but what do I say to those people? What do they want? And then you just, you know, you get anxiety over not knowing what to say, and then you just don't. And mm-hmm. your email address list just kind of falls flat. And then the third, we'll talk about how to how to sell and nurture to those people. So, you know, when you get new email addresses, you want to sort of go straight into that problem-solving mode where you're telling them, um, hey, 
once you have um, the authority on this and, and showing them empathy and, and sort of getting them to the sale. And if they don't buy, then you just put them into a nurture mm-hmm. campaign where you're just like reminding them of, of the things that you do. Because even if they don't buy from you the first time, even if they're deleting your email address or your email every day, you, the, your name is still at the top of their list. When, so if I send you an email and it says Trevor Brown, brand strategist, and you delete my email every day, the day that you're like, let me just open it. Let me just open yeah. it. <laughs> the day that you remember, or you, you go back and you search all the emails that I've sent you, and you're like, oh, well, uh, he said this and this and this. Yes, these are problems I have. Yes. Oh, here's some testimonials. Oh, here's some, uh, you know, a discount or whatever, you know, all those things. So that, that's sort of the thing that I'm that I'm working on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had done a three-day event for that a uh, few weeks, about a month or two back. And so now I'm going to relaunch it, but make it a little bit more since I've had the first one already, make mm-hmm. it a little bit more beefy, I guess, mm-hmm. the free version. And then um, sort of just go from there. That's great. Um, so what else can Trevor Grimes offer? So um, the email list thing is, is sort of new. I've, mm-hmm. I've focused mostly on brand strategy and social media strategy yeah. and stuff like that. And I um, think that's important. I think you might have a lot of people just reaching out. And I'm sure you've had people reaching out because this is an opportune time. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. had a lot of people... Sort of social media management is hard because, like I said, you don't want, you don't want people. I don't. I don't. I, I sort of probably bother people too much by saying, "Okay, well, let's work on your messaging first. And like, no, I want you just to like make up everything for me and do it. And I'm just like, but I want to know, you know. Right. Um, so there's a lot of messaging that goes mm-hmm. behind that working on messaging, which is, I'm, which is, if you take anything away from this call, I just want to say, just work on your messaging. Make sure people know what you solve. What you offer, what problem you solve, and where they can get it, and all of your things. Should what be you awesome. offer, what problem you solve, and where you can get it. Three simple things. Yes, and and the what you the problem you solve should include something that's external and internal. Mm. You know, if you if you if you're selling something more uh, like life saving, I guess it should go into a philosophical problem, which is sort of just the good versus evil sort yeah. of thing, um, which goes like way deeper. But that goes into like serious like brand psychology and messaging and stuff like that. Um, but work on your messaging, focus on those three things. When you figure out what problems you solve, think about the external and internal. Mm-hmm. What is just the surface level problem and what is the like deep frustration they have. If you're a photographer, people just want their photos taken, but really they want to be able to enjoy their party, enjoy their wedding, enjoy whatever. Right. And let you take over all that so you and then know that you're capturing all of their perfect moments that they can remember forever. I know photography is yeah. <laughs> low on the tier right now, but that's just an example. Mm-hmm. Um, then as you start moving that into marketing, you know, take all those things. Um, make sure you're, you're constantly talking about those, keeping those at the top of your, you know, um, keeping your business and what you do at the top of people's minds. If you don't know what to post today, just talk about what you do and how a problem that you, that you solve, you know. Uh, yeah. Talk about somebody that you've helped with. Talk about testimonials. Yes. Uh, tell people, be, show people empathy and authority. Tell them. You understand the frustration. You were there too, and then you did this, and, and you solved. You figured out how to do this, and now you're wanting to help other people with the same problem. And then tell people where to go. Don't ever not tell people where to go. Mm-hmm. The link in your bio, or um, if it's an email, click this link to go here to go to my website. You know, even on your website, put order now, buy now, whatever. I mean, at the very top in the header of your website, have that there. If you don't have it there, you're like hiding the cash register from your customers. Uh... People will go there. If you tell them, just tell them. Just keep it simple. Don't try to like, you know, don't try to like hide it. Right. <laughs> you know, there, there is a level of cuteness and stuff that you can put into marketing, but 
fish in the beginning, like just focus on those things, and I promise you will see things just completely transform. You'll mm-hmm. you'll tomorrow you'll post something about and you'll talk about those things, and you'll have somebody comment and say, "I didn't even know you did this. I I need help with this." Right. No. So, Trevor, where can people find you? Uh, so they can find me on uh, Instagram is the Trevor Grimes, um, and then my website is just trevorgrimes.com. Okay, that's T R E V O R G R I M E S. That's great, Trevor. Thank you so much for spending your Saturday with us and so much knowledge, knowledge nuggets. And I'm gonna actually go back. I was checking your website um, earlier this week. One, well, not your website, your Instagram, and you had like some fun tutorials with your um, backdrops, you know, just really showing people on posting. And so it's really great. You know, you are offering some amazing content. And I know for me personally, the selfish side of me is definitely going to look into that um, to continue to expand Beauty is Me. Yeah, for sure. So always feel free to reach out if you need any. Oh yeah, absolutely. Definitely will. (laughs) Thank you so much, Trevor. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Beauteous Me podcast. Please be sure to download new episodes every week and send us your girl, what were you thinking or asking for friend stories to info at imbeauteousme.com. All entries remain anonymous. Also, don't, 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 don't forget to rate, review, and hit the subscribe button now.